Happy Created Ink. Da da da. So I just finished. What was yesterday? I finished Metal Gear Solid. Um, Ghost Babble. It's for um, um, Game Boy, Game Boy Color. And I have a lot of thoughts, and I, I loved it. It was really good. I was really like, I was really impressed by how good it was. I should, I didn't really um, like, I should have expected that. I did. I did expect for it to be good, but I didn't expect for me to like it as much as I did. And I kept notes through the whole game as I'm playing it. So, cause, and so, cause I wanted to like make a podcast about it. Cause I, I feel like not a lot of people talk about this Metal Gear Solid. It's a tragedy. Cause it's really good. It's really, really good. So maybe I can convince some people to try it. Spoilers, by the way, for Metal Gear Solid, um, Ghost Babble for Game Boy Color. Oh my god. Should I tell the, yeah. I, I debated on if I should tell this story or not yet. Um, cause it's like a lot of talking. Before I get to like what I want to talk about, but it's like a podcast. I like the whole point is the talking. People, people listen for the talking. <laughs> so like, what was it like a week or two ago at this point? Um, we, I was going. I was gonna go. It's like a family thing, and my sleeping was fucked up the night before. Well, it's been fucked up, and I was kind of stressing about like I'm not gonna get enough sleep. Um, lack of sleep gives me panic attacks sometimes. I was kind of just not feeling it. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna download some games. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a couple to to play like on the road a little bit while I'm there, kind of take my mind off things, right? And so I was looking at like Game Boy Advance games. Like I, I watched a video of like the top 100 games or like obscure games, whatever. I settled on um, Golden Sun because I haven't wanted to play that for a long time anyway. So I downloaded that. I was like, I'm a, I'll play this and see. And then I don't know what... I kind of forget the Game Boy Color exists at all. It's like my only... The only game I remember playing on there... Because I had a Game Boy Color as a kid. Fucking... I'm repping that classic... Transparent purple... Atomic purple Game Boy Color. The only game I remember playing on there was... Um, Resident Evil Gaiden. And Mario... Super Mario Land 2, the six golden coins. That's all I remember playing on it. Oh, and some, like, Pokemon. I don't know which one I played at the time. But, you know, I... So I was like... Because I, I, I saw a video of, like, Top 100 Game Boy Color games. I'm like, let's watch that. So I was watching it, and then it reminded me there's a Metal Gear Solid game on Game Boy Color. So I'm like, that's what I, I want to get that. So I got that, and I ended up not be, not going to the family thing. We had to, like, reschedule... But I, I started like, I'm going to play this anyway. So I started playing it. It fucking, oh my god, it pulls me in immediately. And it's just so... Let me go to my notes. Let me go to my notes. Let me... I'm going to give like a, um, a, a a short like story breakdown. Like a very, very cliff notes. <laughs> so you, you play as Solid Snake. This is apparently not canon. This game isn't canon. And I, I spent... A good half of the game trying to think like where does this fit in with the timeline because I actually kind of remember a good bit of the games like stories right like the well the basic premise and then I was trying to figure out where it fits in and if it's canon or not and then I forget I, re I remembered like I could just look it up as so I looked up if it's canon it's not 
which is, which sucks. There's a lot of good things in this game, characters specifically, that I really liked. That I wish would have made an appearance otherwise. But, but basic story breakdown. Metal Gear Solid. Ghost Babble. You know, Ghost Babble, at the time, I first, <laughs> I was not, like, really, I couldn't wrap my head around, like, what Ghost Babble meant. Because all the other games, they kind of, like, the, the sub, the subtitle kind of makes sense. Like, what, um, Metal Gear Solid didn't have one. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, you know, it's, they're Solidus, Snake's the Sun, and they're fighting for liberty, and whatever. Um, three was Snake Eater, you know, Naked Snake, literally eating snakes. Makes sense. And, and um, Big Boss had, like, the snake thing going, and so I envisioned it like him eating the snake with him eating Big Boss to become Big Boss. You know, that's what I imagined. Um, for what was Guns of the Patriots? So, again, like, that game was centered around, like, gun trade and, and, the, and war being profitable. And, and then the Patriots were in there somewhere. And then five, you know, the Phantom Pain. Fucking his, lost his arm. And, but Ghost Babble was like, kind of didn't really know what that meant. And later on, I kind of, kind of pieced it together. Because a babble, I looked it up. Because I just, I figured a babble was like babbling, just like talking. And it is. A confused noise made by a number of voices, I found the definition to be. And Ghost, I wasn't really sure. But it, it, it makes sense. I should have put this. After the story, after the story, I should have was talking about this because then you would have made sense. Never mind. We'll get to the story breakdown. So in Central Africa, there's a little like there's um a little country called Jindra, Jindra is that how you, is that how you say it? And they're because there's like a big civil war in in Africa, and and Jindra's fighting for its independence. The the Jindra Liberation Front. A GLF, and that they've they've captured they've got a Metal Gear they they got a Metal Gear they stole it they're gonna fucking launch nukes they want the U.S. out of Africa they want their independence they send Solid Snake in to take out the Metal Gear basically God, the game's so fucking cinematic it's insane how it's how like movie like a Game Boy Color game can be with the cutscenes and stuff but you know that's that's the basic premise Solid Snake. Campbell makes a return. He's like the lead. Um, along with Mei Ling. You know, she saves it and she's like a healer or whatever. And then the two new people on our team, on our like strike team or whatever, we got this guy named Weasel. Weird weird Weasel. Weird weird name. He's like a mercenary guy. And then there's this guy named McBride. Weasel's like the weapons expert. McBride's like intelligence. He works for the CIA basically. So Solid Snake send in Jindra. They're like, hey, Take out the Metal Gear. Uh, meet up with the Delta Force. The Army Special Forces that send in. Because they, they're fucking gone. We haven't we don't know where they went. Find them. Take out the Metal Gear. That's it. Basically. I jump out the fucking plane. He... <laughs> he, um... He, he parachutes into the jungle. And it's... It's really... Just immediately... Like I said, cinematic. It's, oh, it's... <laughs> I should have waited to record this until... I'm recording this at like midnight on fucking Christmas and... I've had a long day. And I'm being all... Babbly. Oh, babble. Like the... Like ghost babble. Anyway. 
you're in the jungle. So it's this. I've never played any of the original like Metal Gear games. Well, there's just like two, well three, because there was Metal Gear, then there was Metal Gear Two. I can't remember, and then there was Revenge of the Snake or whatever, which was made without Kojima. Never played those. This makes me want to. I want to go back and play those now because this is that same, same um style. I mean, it's just like Metal Gear Solid, but it's just pixely. So you know, we're sneaking. It's a stealth mission. Um, sneaking through the jungle, sneaking up behind bitches. Um, you know, punching them. This game, every level in this game. What the fuck? Did a new device connect to my, my TV and it's playing fucking Fabrice commercial? What is this? I don't know. It's <laughs> a ghost. It's a ghost. So every, <laughs> every level. No, you're good. Every level, like impressed me. It was insane. So we're going through the jungle. We're kind of just getting, getting the the feel of the game. The game also has VR missions, which is my favorite thing. That's like the main memory I have as a kid was playing the VR missions of Metal Gear Solid. This game has VR missions. Didn't really play them yet. But, you know, so our first task, we got to find the Delta Squad. We're going through the jungles. We're um, sneaking up behind people, punching them. They, they fall down. Ugh. They're knocked out for a few seconds. We run by. You know, we're sneaking. We're crawling in little crevices to hide. It's great. It's great. It's great fun. So we get to... We got to get to the... Like, where Delta Squad was in the little... Like... What is it called? Like a little facility or whatever we got to go to the sewers and the sewers is insane because you get into the sewers and two guys you you overhear these two guys talking and they're like yeah the there's a there's like a, a flood tsunami type swell thing it's flushing out the sewers where you gotta you gotta get out and they leave but i have to go forward so we're going through and the waves come in, so you have to, like, run up and grab onto the ladder. The wave comes by, you hold it, and then you, you push forward. You have to go to each, like, little little thing. Really cool mechanic. Really cool mechanic. Every mission has, like, its own, like, unique thing. And a lot of them, like, put together. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's brilliant. So we, we get into the facility, right? And I, sh I fucking shit you not. We... We get a, like a codec call from the last surviving Delta Squad member. They've been wiped out. Last last person is this woman named Chris Jenner. And I was like, that sounds familiar. What is that name? And that's fucking Kim Kardashian's mother's name, Chris Jenner. And I'm like, this. I mean, <laughs> I guess this was before the fucking Kardashian empire arose. But man, I didn't like her immediately just because like the name. That's all I could think of is. It's Kim Kardashian. Every time Kris Jenner popped up on the codec to talk, she's like, you know, kind of like a newbie type Delta Squad member. Like, I mean, she's like tough, but, you know, she's, you know, she's, um, <clears throat> she's basically the mayoral of this game. But, but we got to find her. She's like hiding. She's got, she's dressed in the outfit. It's, it's just mayoral. She's dressed in the enemy outfit. We got to find her. And she specifically said like, I'll, I'll wear a ponytail. And Snake's like, well, some of these guys wear ponytails. She's like, well, I'll put a red hat on. Like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so the, the mission, this mission took forever, by the way. 
No, wait. The mission to find the sewers took forever. Because in the facility, the, the game's really good about... They're, they're really upfront about what you have to do. But not... But you still have to figure it out. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. So they're, they're t they tell you to find the sewers. They're like, there's a little enclave on the side or on the east side of the building. There's a few of them, but one of them goes down to the sewers. You gotta find it. And that that's it. That's all they tell you. And so you have to like find the little cracks, the little little nooks in the in the 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 east side of the building on the outside, go down the ladder. And then uh, there's like three or four of them that don't connect to anything and you have to find the one that's game's really good about that. So that you know, they they tell me to find Chris Jenner. <laughs> I'm running around the base finding her. And that's when um that they brought back there's like infrared lasers you can't see. And instead of a cigarette, you have um a fogger is called, which is just a cigarette. Nintendo didn't want to fuck with cigarettes, it's just a fogger. You put that and you see the lasers. You go through, you know, and that's when, did we find Chris, yeah, I guess we find Chris Jenner, yeah, and we leave the, we leave the facility, she's like, I'm gonna go check out the power plant, you go find the Metal Gear, so I, I go forward, and I find the first, I, I fight the first uh, boss, at this point, I don't think they've, yeah, Chris, I think, no, Chris Jenner did tell, I didn't write it in the notes, but Chris Jenner, told Snake about the the mercenary group working with the GLF. Tell me this is this is like instead of Foxhound in this game, we have fucking Black Chamber. That's such a good ass name for a mercenary group. I like that name better than Foxhound actually. And the members there's Slasher Hawk, which is which is like the first who we're about to encounter. And then there's Oh, we'll get to, I'll get to it when we get to it, but Black Chamber, fucking great name. The leader, I will say the leader's name, Black Art Viper, fucking best name I've ever heard in my goddamn life. And so, so the, the first, the first boss fight after this is Slasher Hawk. He's a cool Australian guy with a giant boomerang, like a full person boomerang, throwing it at you, and he's got a pet hawk, it's fucking insane. But it's a pretty pretty easy boss fight. They give you grenades before you get to him a few times. So I figured probably use grenades. So I just threw grenades at him and blew him up. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> Slasher Hawk, though, his tragic story. He talked about being an orphan and an outcast. And how he grew up. I think he was adopted. And he, in the in the little town he grew up in, everybody hated him. Like, because he was, like, not one of the, the natives. And then his parents died, and they shunned him. And so he kind of traveled around the world until he met Black Art Viper, who brought him into Black Chamber as as one. And so that's he got like a bonded, you know, he got parental bond type thing. That's why he's working with him. And he's I don't think Slasher Hawk really I don't think he cared all that much about liberating the the Jindra, fighting for its independence, but um. Black Chamber, that's like, the GLF like hired him to help him, but you know, I think Slash Hawk's just there for the ride, but you know, we kill Slasher Hawk. God, this, this note is so long, this, the whole game, <laughs> God, what have I gotten myself into? I just wanted to go over the game, because I thought it was really good, and talk about it. Uh, Bok, uh, what, 
Dogs, yeah. After Slasher Hawk, they introduced the fucking dogs. Oh my god, the dogs are the worst. Because I'm in like this little hedge maze. And the dogs... Normally I hide on the side of the, 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 the wall, right? And a person doesn't know I'm there. But a dog can like sniff you out. And I mean, it makes sense. So it was hard to like sneak around the dogs. And they had like little sections of like higher grass you could crawl in and hide. But you know, the dogs, they get close enough, they'll, they'll know. And this one was cool because you go, there's like two paths to go up. And you get up to like this facility type, this little like building. And each one has a locked door on the left and right side. And depending on which side you win is what side you end up on. And you hit the button and it opens up the opposite side. So you, then they have to run all the way back around. Kind of cool. So it's like, you have an, it's like a, you get a choice, but it's like, it ends in the same way. And you still have to like go through each area, but it, it's cool. I liked it. And this is when the fucking, they get the boxes. The boxes are back. Hiding in a little box. I'm crawling around. It's great. And this game actually does some crazy shit with the boxes. I have not seen in any other Metal Gear Solid game. I'm in like a a pack like a box not a box facility. What? <laughs> like um I got some kind of shipping area. And it's got the conveyor belts you can't get on unless you get in a box. And you find these three different colored boxes. You got like yellow, red, and blue. And you have to, you get in it, and then it goes to a little machine that sorts it by color. And so you'll get, like, you have to equip the right one to go different directions, and it, it branches off into a million different paths. It took forever. It was a huge puzzle. This whole game was just puzzles. Metal Gear Solid is just a puzzle game, I've, I've come to realize. <laughs> but it was so cool. And you ended up in different areas, and you have to go back. Luckily, since I'm playing an emulated version, I can, like, quick save it. I didn't, like, quick save too much. I mean, I, I saved Scum a bit at the end. And normally when I would quick save it, I'd also save it through Mei Ling because she has, like, dialogue and stuff. Her normal, like, quotes, just throwing out random quotes, and then Snake pressing her to, like, tell me about yourself, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't want to because she's not confident enough, and then she kind of kind of lets it go a little bit and you know really cool bo box puzzle though it took forever to, <laughs> to figure it out and then i get to this one room that's just pitch black i didn't really know what to do there i had to leave go back and um i find the thermal goggles and so go back to the bl the pitch black room then you can see with the thermal goggles and there's lasers it's oh, every like i said every level has got some new mechanic it's great mm. I could drink a tea real quick. I'm talking a lot. Oh, I <laughs> forgot to mention um um Jimmy Hawks. The the reason was that his name Jimmy Hawks? But what was Slasher Hawk? It's was that Jimmy's So I forgot to mention Chris Jenner, who Christine, by the way, is her name. They call her Chris Jenner. Was talking about Metal Gear's like lead architect designer, whatever, a man named Jimmy Hawks, and, uh, we gotta go save him, he's, like, captured or whatever, that's, that's why we're in the box place, F totally forgot to mention that, but I get to him, this was cool, too, because he's, like, locked up, I get to him, and he's, like, there's no way, oh, pop my elbow, like, there's no way out of this, um, cell, 
and snakes like I'll I'll blow a hole. I I'll I'll find some some kind of explosive. I'll blow a hole. Well, that's not ent entirely true. Jimmy said there's no way out, but he's like the east wall sounds like hollow. It sounds like a not as durable, and that's when snakes like I'll blow it up. Forgot to mention that part. And <laughs> this is this this is really cool. I was in this was like when I decided like I want to make a podcast talking about this game because I go I go through I find some C4 I get to a wall that I and I'm like I think this is on roughly the right the the right side of his cell and I knock on it because you can knock on the walls you know like it's Metal Gear Solid of course you can and it sounds hollow and I was like there's no way and so I cl I would knock on another wall and it sounds different so they actually took the time to make like different sounds for to let you know like which walls are hollow that comes in later on in the game a lot. I was like that's so cool. So I blow it up. I come through it's actually not the right wall. Um it's like right in front of the cell. It's not his cell. And he's like what are you doing, you know? Like who, why are you like this? Don't go fuck. I'm sorry, okay? And so I leave. And uh <laughs> I finally like circle back around and get to the wall whatever. I blow it up. And you know, he's got different dialogue, I think, depending on how long you took. Because this mission for me was like 45 minutes. And I blow in, he's like, took you long enough, blah, blah, blah. And at one point I got stuck, because I couldn't find the right, how to get to the wall in the cell. I had to look up a guide. And so I looked up, it's like a walkthrough. And that guy, he didn't, I don't think he even talked to Jimmy. He just went immediately to the wall after getting the C4 stuff. And he had different dialogue than what he had for me. It's like they... They even took time to like... Get different dialogue for different... Oh, I I love it. I like... Th those kind of things like... You expect in like modern games. But like... This came out what? In 2000? On Game Boy Color? I didn't... Oh, it's amazing. Um, And this is when like... You, you get Jimmy. You get out. And uh... Um... Jimmy's going through, like, he's talking about, I think Snake is, like, brings up, like, do you not feel bad about making Metal Gears? They're going to kill millions of people. He's like, well, it's not on, it's not on me. It's on whoever does the thing. I just made the thing. So it really gets into the ethics of, like, weapon manufacturing, which, I mean, I think if you make, make it, make something specifically made to kill people and it kills people, you should probably feel bad about it. It's kind of shitty. That's like, that's just like, um, oh, the new movie coming out. And what's it? The the new Oppenheimer, yeah, that, that movie. Oppenheimer, J. Robert Oppenheimer, yeah. That's like the guy that was in charge of, what, the Manhattan Project? He made, like, the atomic bomb. I kind of fucking hate that guy. Like, you, <laughs> I mean, I guess someone's gonna make it eventually. But my god, the atomic bomb, the nuclear fucking strike, it's like the worst thing in human existence. How it got made and is threatened and used to this day is beyond me. They, oh my god, that humans should not have had that, that kind of power. Never mind. So that's what it was getting into is kind of cool. And then, um, what does it say, pitch black? Oh, yeah. So right after getting Jimmy, I go to the next room. It's just like pitch black. I can't see anything. Um, I end up finding like some night vision. 
and this is cool. So I got the night vision, and it makes sure you just see like normal. It's not like any kind of different like tint or whatever, like the thermal goggles, which is all red. That's when we get to the second member of Black Chamber. Marriott, not Marriott. What's the what's the puppet name? Marietta. Oh my fucking! Really, I really forget like the word for it. <laughs> yeah, I look. I looked it up. I think it's marionette. I think, like, puppet master type thing, right? God, I'm so dumb. A marionette owl. Second member of Black Chamber. This, so instead of um, Psycho Mantis, I think, we, we got marionette owl. And she's pretty fucking cool. She's got, she's a really cool character design. Got this cool, like, uh, I didn't mention Slasher Hawk, what he looked like. He's just really buff. And he's got a cool, like, sway, swaying hair. He's shirtless. He's kind of he's kind of nice. I like him. Marionetta Al gets cool like black trench coat type thing and like red hair, and she's got like puppets like that fight, and the puppets are made from dead body parts of her enemies and shit. And she even mentioned like I'm gonna fucking kill you, Snake, and I'm gonna use your hip bone for my doll. And I'm like that's fucking weird that you need a specific part you've been looking for, but you're just not gonna need it for me. You're not gonna. And so I got the night vision, right? Because it's pitch black. That's her whole thing is she's, she fights in the dark. She's an owl. Um, she throws flashbangs. Blinds me. It's insane. Can't see shit. Just for like a few seconds and, you know, I'm shooting her or whatever. And so I put on the thermal goggles. And the thermal goggles, which is, which is kind of cool, is that you can, you can see in the dark with the thermal goggles. You can see her and stuff. But and she can't blind you because it's not... Not like the night vision. But in the thermal goggles, her and her two other dolls, you can't tell them apart. Whereas the night vision, you can. So it's kind of like, you know, you can use the night vision to see which one you, you need to attack, but she keeps blinding you over and over again. Or you use thermal, you can't really tell the difference, but you don't get blinded. So it's kind of this, like, <laughs> like, um, pick your poison type thing. It's ne neither one of them is very good. Or both of them have like drawbacks, which I really fucked with that. This was probably my favorite boss fight in the game. I really like this one, but I ended up killing her with C4. Just put him down. She'd run over. I'd blow her up. Is is great. She's fucking done. Um. So after um yeah after that she talked about like I think she went to the dark side because she watched her sister die. I think somebody fucking killed her like a murderer, like a serial killer. And Marionette Owl was like started killing fucking people, and they called her a serial killer. And then Black Art Viper's like, "Hey, come join us. You can be a mercenary, and you can kill people and get paid for it." And she she just signed up for that right away. Um, after this, get a minefield, get a mine mine sweeper minefield. You know, I never really. Anytime in a Metal Gear Solid game, they're like, "Oh no, there's minefield. Here's a mind finder thing." You need to be careful. I just crawl around. Because you crawl and you just get the, you pick up the mines. And mines are always useful. So that's what I did. I just cr crawled around. Picked up some mines. It was great. Uh, then Black Art Viper shows up in the flesh. Well, in, in, in steel. He was in a helicopter. He starts shooting at me. Got some fucking artillery strikes. I can't push forward. I had to retreat. It's insane. Um, they fire a nuke. They get the Metal Gear ready. They fire the nuke. At, at the US it was fucking wild um and then turned out it was just a fake 
they were just long, they were just like showing like I can we can shoot this if we want to. And this is when they finally show like the general of the GLF. Um I don't did he have a name? I didn't write down a name for him. I don't I can't remember. He's just the general, I think. And um uh yes. Yeah, he's just basically just telling the US like I want you to take your troops out of here, or we're gonna fucking blow up New York City. I don't give a damn. And, like, we don't negotiate with terrorists, but, like, are they really asking for anything too crazy? Like, give up their independence. What are you doing? At this point, I was... I think at this point, or maybe probably even sooner, I was like, are we the bad guys? <laughs> like, honestly? <laughs> and so after that, Chris and Jimmy get in trouble. Chris is on... Or, I think they both, I gotta get a drinking on, I think they both, um, on the codec, they go all staticky, they're in trouble, I'm like, well, we gotta go save them, and then Campbell's like, no, you can't save, you gotta go destroy the power plant, they're gonna fire another nuke this time, in like two hours or something, but they can't fire the railgun on the, on the Metal Gear, if you destroy the power plant. And so. Snake's like. Reluctantly was like. Okay I'll, I'll do it. He feels bad. Not saving Chris and Jimmy. And he, I think he's falling in love with Chris. It's weird. Weird dynamic. Uh, but we go to the power plant. <laughs> we go to the power plant. Find the fucking Nikita. Oh then Nikita makes a return. It's great. I forgot to mention too. The weapons so far. Um, Instead of the SOCOM. We got like the 5.7. I found a suppressor for it. Which is nice. And then, for like assault rifle, we got something called like an A5 or an AS. I couldn't really tell because of the pixels. Uh, it just a little, looks like a little like AK-74U. Um, it's, it's, it's nice though, it works. Uh, in this level, there's like water puddles that are electrified. <clears throat> and the, the enemy soldiers like standing around, they even make a joke about like, Hey, this, this is supposed to be a state-of-the-art facility. What the fuck is these puddles, you know? It was great. And then they give, like, a um a vent system. So we're, we're crawling through the vents, which is... I mean, it's something new. It was kind of boring because it's very slow crawling through these fucking vents. But I like the ambient music when you're doing it. You feel really like... Like you're in the bowels of this fucking building. Pretty cool. Um, there's a shimmy puzzle, because you can, like, get get on a wall and, like, you know, shimmy across it. And they have all these, like, boxes, and you have to, like, shimmy down the little little areas and, like, work your way up. And you have to get to certain areas where you can, like, actually, like, turn around to, like, move to different... It was pretty cool. I liked it. Uh, and then the next boss fight. The third member of Black Chamber. Fucking Pyro Bison. This guy was cool. This was, um... So this is instead of Vulcan Raven. We got Pyro Bison. Fucking huge, fiery, flamethrower boy. Um, this one gave us, like, the most story after I killed him. Probably, I think, out of everybody. And he said that the... Um, how Black Chamber became to be, he was like, Black Chamber's tired of living in Foxhound's shadow. And we're like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, Foxhound got too famous. So they couldn't... Everybody, after the events of 
well, I guess the first Metal Gear with Snake, Foxhound taking out Big Boss and Outer Heaven. And they they got famous. All of the world's like governments were like looking at Foxhound. They had kept an eye on them. So they couldn't do like proper espionage, basically. And that's when Black Chamber came together to do like the covert ops Foxhound couldn't, is what Pyro Bison says. And I'm thinking like um um I'm not sure <laughs> like I don't think you're understanding me right, Pyro Bison, because He's like, I'm, we're tired of living in your shadow. And it's like, well, you're doing everything that we can't because we're too famous. Why are you mad about that? You don't have to do to do it. You don't have to do the jobs, you know? Or I think he might be jealous that we're they're, he, they're not famous. I couldn't, I didn't really understand that part. But that was some more, more backstory in Black Chamber, which is cool. And then he even mentions... Like, you've killed 13 people so far. You're just a murderer. You're not a legend. Or whatever. And, um... Uh, I think he keeps track of your kills. Because I think at the end of the game... Because at first I killed, like, a few people. And, um... I think at the end it said my total... Because you get, like, a your end, like, results or whatever. I think I only had, like, a f 15 kills. 14 or something. And so... At the time, like, I think he keeps track of your kills and actually tells you that's pretty cool if that's the case. And Snake was talking about he doesn't want to be a legend. He just kind of just doing this job. And he actually feels kind of, like, guilty and bad and kind of got a death wish, you know. Oh, but, you know, Pyro Bison fucking sets himself on fire. He goes out. He's done. Well, I guess, you know, I was talking about I wish this game was canon because I wish some of these characters would return. I guess it would make sense since they wouldn't, even if it was canon, because Snake killed them all. <laughs> I'm not sure if people will like this style of podcast, where I'm just kind of like going over the whole story and my thoughts and stuff. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna do it anyway. But this part was cool because Pyro Bison, before he set himself ablaze, he mentioned there's a spy in my ranks in. In, um, you know, the Solid Snake's little entourage here. And immediately everybody starts fighting. Weasel's calling out everybody. <laughs> and then Campbell's like, no, it's a lie. He's just trying to lie to divide us. And this is kind of interesting because I swear to God, I think McBride, the intelligence guy, I think he mentioned... Before, like, at the at mission one, I think he mentioned Weasel, like, uh, not being trustworthy, and now, like, all this is happening, and Weasel's calling on everybody, I immediately, I'm just like, I suspect you, McBride, I suspect you, you said that out, you said that first, and now there's a spy, and Weasel's, like, saying everybody has, like, a, some kind of motive to be the spy, I kind of was... I was like, McBride, I don't fucking trust you. I don't really trust Weasel that much, but I don't trust you either. And then I got to thinking, because I was thinking, like, I, well, Campbell, Mei Ling, they're fine. Solid Snake, I'm fine. Uh, you know, they're, <laughs> they're the real, they're real, they, in every other game, basically, well, not every other one, but, and then I was thinking, maybe this one isn't canon, because maybe Campbell, maybe fucking Mei Ling 
is is a goddamn spy. So then I was like kind of on the fence about who should I trust at all, which is which is probably what Kojima intended, right? Um, at this point, I had to. I'm still trying to destroy the power plant. Uh, I couldn't get to the power like the area I have to d destroy because like a little tiny strip of electrified floor looked like I could step over it. Whatever. Okay, I had to plant C4 on each support beam. There's like four of them. So I had to go around the facility, sneaking around, planting C4, blowing it up. And, um, can't believe in, at some point, I was like having trouble, like, finding, like, I was like, I don't know which pillar is, is which. I could use thermal goggles, Campbell tells me, to, it like highlights it. I was like, that's cool. Thank you, Campbell. So I plant all the C4s, and, uh... <laughs> And then, and then, bam, you know, I blow it up. Um, and this is, um, oh, wait, I don't blow it up. I set all the C4s. And then, they I think the general's like, we're gonna launch the nuke right now. And Campbell's like, Snake, I'm sorry, but you, you can't get out and get a, a safe distance to blow it up. You gotta blow it up now. And Snake's like, I, I signed up for this. I'm, <laughs> I think he said some cheesy line. I can't remember what it was. And, um, Snake, Snake, Oh, yeah. I think somebody mentioned Snake killing his own father in Outer Heaven, which I guess, you know, I haven't played Metal Gear, the first Metal Gear, but I I think I knew that before. Is it Solid? It's Solidus? Or is it Big Boss? That, so I think this is where they learn that in this, um, in Jindra here, this is where Outer Heaven used to be. And that's why they picked, like, Solid Snake to come in, because this is what he's, he's done this exact mission before, basically. But, you know, he's like, you gotta, you gotta blow it up now. So, wait, I hit the, hit the button, blow it up. The whole place is coming down, it's on fire, I'm dramatic escape. I have, like, 60 seconds to escape or some shit. This was cool, because, like, the whole area, everybody's dead now. There's little bits of fire, rubble falling down, I'm running around. And you know what? I ran to... Like, I remembered where the front door, like, the door I came in was. So, I immediately ran to that. And it, the, it was blocked off by fire. So, I started going other directions. And uh, I ended up dying. And then come to find out if I ran around, the, I could just run around the fire, get out the door. But it was cool that they... They made the whole, like, area, the whole um, power plant... On fire and so instead of just like making like one linear sprint to the exit it was like ev just the whole area in general was just like we'll just we'll just remake the whole area destroyed and on fire and so you can get lost and die I fuck with that <laughs> I fuck with that mm. so this is weird so this is I get out and you know at this point I'm thinking we're going to go save Jimmy and Chris, right? I come out. Jimmy's outside. Dead body. I'm like, oh my god. He fucking snapped. Um, but the, the dead guy was a Delta Force member who just saved Jimmy. And he got he got clipped on the way out. He's dead. He dies. He was like the leader, I think, of the Delta Force. and w Which threw a wrench into my brain. Because I'm thinking, well, Chris is the last... Chris Jenner is the only surviving member who is... Who is this? Is this guy lying? Is she lying? You know, what's going on? Jimmy talks about regretting building Metal Gear. 
He's really depressed, and he's like, you just yesterday, we were all alive. All my friends, and we were all working on this great thing together. Now everybody's dead. What's going on? What's going on? I want to go home. I want to start a new life. That's when the fucking handcuffs blow up. Blow up, bam, kill Jimmy. Snake's traumatized, you know? Like, <laughs> he was actually, like, really, really sad about it. And Campbell, like, has to, like, talk me, talk Snake into, like, you gotta keep going. We got some F-22s coming in to destroy the artillery, and you can push forward, basically, right? And Snake's like, okay, I'm, I'm on it. And so I'm going, and I see Chris jump in a helicopter. Like, she is the fucking snitch. She's the, she's the spy. So, helicopter boss fight, which is pretty cool. This one, I used the Nikita missile, obviously. Oh, I forgot to mention, in the Pyro Bison fight, the mines that I picked up beforehand, I used in that fight. And the Nikita missile, just like, uh, just like you do with the Vulcan Raven fight, which was, which was fun. Uh, but, the, but the helicopter, again, we, I just used the Nikita missiles. Nikita, that's basically, just it took it down. Helicopter crashes, bam. Not Chris. Out pops fucking this woman named Sophie. Second in command of the G GLF. Not met her before. Wish I had of. I don't really like when games kind of throw in new characters like this. Where it's like, I'm supposed to know who you are? Like, cause Snake knew, but I didn't because they never talked about her. Second in command, she's talking about, I kind of like this. She was talking about first world superpowers like exploiting smaller countries and this is like a post-cold war era and the u.s wants to like prove how much better and stronger they are than everybody and that's why they're kind of like putting a foothold in every other little country including jindra and sucking it up as resources and shit and there was a jindra fucking genocide which was insane and um but you know she had the gun on me at some point, Snake, like, gets the gun on her, and Sophie's, like, talking about how her mother died during the gender genocide, and she's sad. She wants to fight for her people. I like Sophie. I like the character. Well, Snake lets her go. Snake decides just to let her go. I fuck with it. I get it. I would have, too. And that's, um... So, at this point, we're going... We learn where the Metal Gear is, I think. Yeah, 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 because we're going, we went through the artillery thing, we fought the hell, yeah. So we're going, are you okay, babe? Are you laughing at TikTok, dog TikToks again? What is this dog? It looks like a pug. <laughs> looks like a golden retriever pug. What is this look it's doing? It's evil. His little face. <laughs> and now he's smiling, she's dying. A lot, a lot's happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> You okay? <laughs> and you dizzy? So weird. And so I get into the building. I, there's a super fucking hard oh. Nikita puzzle where there's like these wall mounted turrets. And there's like a. How do I explain this? Like staircase design of a floor. And I had to get the Nikita like. You have to like really get right up against the wall. But it's like you can't get too close because if you, you hit the wall and blow up. Can't get too far out because the, the, the turrets will blow you up. And there's a turret on each, like, it was difficult. I had to look at a guide for this. And and then they're like, oh, just make the Nikita go diagonally. And you can do it real easy. And up until this point in the game, I haven't really done 
any diagonal movements for anything, that would have made the game ten times easier. But with the little virtual fucking D-pad, I can't really do it. But I do it. This building's just basically electrified floors, a lot of Nikita puzzles of sending it out just to destroy like a power box so you can walk across it. Um, I get to elevator. I get to an elevator, and it starts going down, keeps going down, it's insane. Basement level fucking 50. So I get off, <laughs> and um, there's another like little mind puzzle, and it shows a guard, like a little cutscene of him walking a specific path. I just crawled. I just fucking crawl. <laughs> and then... I get, there's like a, another like little maze area with the C4. Gotta tap on the walls to find out which ones are hollow. You blow them up, you know, easy peasy. Uh, I found another elevator go down to f basement level 98. And it's just like a little walkway around Metal Gear, which is cool. And I had some side rooms with like some supplies. And then I went down basement 99, more, another thing, you know. Um, I know what? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Okay, this one was big. I wrote this down. I think... This one, I had a conversation. I think... Yeah, Black Art Viper. I think he's, like, talking at this point. And he tells me that Black Chamber was sent out to take take out the Metal Gear. Um, originally. Because the government was afraid of him. Or whatever. And... So, Black Chamber... I think this was after, like... The events of Metal Gear. Like the, the first game. And Ginger, I guess, had gotten hold of the Metal Gear. They sent Black Chamber to, to take it out. Or some... I can't, I can't remember who it was. <laughs> God, I didn't write that down. But the government was afraid of like that leaking Black Chamber coming forward about all this. And so he, they sent fucking assassins to kill Black Chamber. They sent Foxhound to kill Black Chamber. Because at this point... Snake's, like, retired, and they, that's why Black Chamber has this, like, vendetta against Foxhound and America, basically, and so the order was issued by someone named Anonymous, and Black Art Viper was, like, trying to, was doing this whole, he set up this whole game, basically, the whole events of this game, to flush out this person named Anonymous. A lot happened from... <laughs> In this, like, ten-minute thing. Um, and then this was a Black Art Viper boss. Jesus Christ. This was tough. So he, he has Chris Jenner tied up. And I'm in this room with all these little pillars, like a grid. And he fucking snaps his fingers, like a flashbang. And it makes these lasers come across. And if I touch a laser, I blow up. And the, the light coming down from the ceiling blows up. Um, I put mines around in all the corners... Because when you get close to him, he just runs off. And, um... So he would just, like, <laughs> step into the mines and just get blown up. It was great. Um, but, you know, you beat him. You save Chris. And Chris tells you... She drops the bomb on you that the guy that saved Jimmy... He was the Delta Force leader. And Chris Jenner, she also was in Delta Force. But, um... When the, when the squad got wiped out, she wasn't there because... The leader of the Delta Force sent her to destroy all the evidence of why they were there and what happened with Black Chamber and the cover-up of the assassinations of their people 
And, th- and so she feels bad about it, obviously. But you save her. You... Snake's like, go find us a quick getaway. I'm gonna go get Metal Gear, you know? That's when the fucking general pops up. Bam, in the fucking Metal Gear. Chasing you, running you down. This was kind of difficult, because you had to, like... It had little circles of where his legs were coming, like the shadow. And I had to, like, plant mines or C4 to blow it up, blow up the legs. It was crazy. But, um, I finally did it. Took it down. General... The, the, this boss fight with the Metal Gear, like, legless, hardest boss fight in the fucking game. It was so armory and shit, and it had, like, all these different attacks, but I finally did beat it. it took me <laughs> forever. Um, and then the general's, like, talking about, um, Outer Heaven and GLF was backed by the U.S. It was Project Babel, and the U.S. was providing, proving it was the last superpower post-Cold War era. Okay, I wrote that down. I already, already talked about that. Um, and that's, so the U.S. is kind of behind everything, and this is, I'm the cover-up people, basically. But, you know, the general dies, I destroy Metal Gear like we're good. And, and then come to find out, on top of the Metal Gear, out pops fucking Viper. I put in all caps, Viper is alive on top of Metal Gear. I was like, oh my god, it's just, so instead of Liquid Snake, we have Black Art Viper. That's... Just on, I'm just gonna have a fucking slug fest on the Metal Gear, I, I assumed. And that's when it's revealed, finally, the fifth, the secret fifth Black Chamber member. It was McBride the whole time, and he's gonna fucking kill us all. Or <laughs> He was, he's basically meant to, like, after we finish the mission, McBride is supposed to, like, kill Snake, Mailing, Campbell, I guess Chris... As like a cleanup thing, so they're just covering every everything basically, and um and Campbell may have ordered the assassination of Black Chamber through Foxhound, which I thought was insane. Turns out though he didn't. I thought this at the time and I wrote this, but it wasn't him. He was in charge of it though, of like the operation. He just didn't know at the time. Um, and that's when we learn the Metal Gear doesn't. Doesn't need to be fully operational to shoot nukes, like the railgun. Um, there's satellites that can launch nukes, and it's connected to those satellites. And so, fucking black, black art viper hits the elevator. Metal Gear's coming up. Like once we get to the surface, it's gonna connect to the satellites, and we're gonna launch nukes anyway, bitch. Let's fight. So I'm like, okay, one more boss fight. I I assumed I thought it was. I thought it would be like a last boss fight, but come to find out, it was just Black Art Viper. Just um, he's trying to kill time because it's like I think this was like sixty seconds before we get to the the top. He just runs around. <laughs> he literally just runs from Snake the entire time. Anytime I catch up to him to like shoot him, he does a little and like take a little damage. He does a flashbang, but I eventually do kill him. I shut down Metal Gear. Like everything's safe. We're fine. Uh, we get up to the top, and Sophie's there, and she talks about, like, her and the general. I think they were, like, a love interest, I guess? And she really believed in his ideas for Jindra's independence and stuff, and um, he he wasn't fully... That's the, the, the message he was selling, but he didn't fully believe it, I don't think. I can't remember exactly, like... 
Because, like, he was being backed by the U.S. and stuff, but now he he's trying to break away from him. I don't know, it made him seem like he was doing some hypocritical shit or whatever, but I didn't really connect the dots exactly. <laughs> but Sophie decides she's going to stay behind. She's like, I'll take over the GLF maybe and fight for our independence. And, you know, a snake's like, you should. You totally should. And then Chris pulls up in the fucking Jeep. She has found us a Jeep to escape. I thought this was going to be like... Kind of like the end of Metal Gear Solid 1 where we're like Jeep Jeep escape, basically. Uh, but no, it's just, just a kind of a chill last cutscene with that. But Chris makes makes an observation. She's like, Snake, are you going to go with um, Sophie and join the GLF? And he's like, I don't think so, no. And I was like, was that an option? Like, <laughs> I kind of wish you would have. I kind of like uh, Sophie. And the GL, I kind of fuck with this. Um, but he didn't. He just jumps in the fucking Jeep with Sophie and rides out. Oh, actually, no. He don't, He doesn't jump in the Jeep right away. Kodak call comes in. What? Did my... My recording's doing some weird shit. I don't know what's going on. Uh, the Kodak call comes in. Uh, McBride, like, sprung into action trying to kill everybody. Weasel just fucked him up. Weasel just shot him in the head. Just done. He's like... <laughs> not even fucking around. Oh, uh, yeah, Campbell was in charge of the hit, yeah. But, yeah, he didn't know. But after, and that Foxhound's, like, going to kill Black Chamber. And Black Chamber was, like, being employed by the U.S. And now they're, like, getting taken out. And he felt so bad about it, that's why he retired. And that's why he came out of retirement for this. Wait, that doesn't make, make sense, does it? That's why he retired, but then he comes out of retirement to finish off Black Chamber, even though he felt bad about it. I don't really know about that, but, and then Weasel starts telling us about the, he knows who Anonymous is, who hired the hit, and it's the CIA director, um, because Project Babel, I guess, was, uh, met the Metal Gear being developed in the South African country in secret was, like, his kind of, like, brainchild, and then he, like, lost control of it, sent in Black Chamber to clean it up, and then kind of set up uh, GLF and the Delta Force to, like, take the fall, I think, afterwards. So he was, like, kind of like a, the, the man pulling all the strings. And also, Weasel's working for him, directly under him. Which is, um, so Weasel was a spy after all. And so he he was supposed to kill us all, <laughs> to clean up all the loose all the loose ends, but he he just decides like I don't think I'm gonna I kind of like I kind of like everybody here, um Snake you're cool you know, uh Campbell you're you're okay Mei Ling kind of cute, so he just decides like to switch sides immediately, and I love it I fucking love Weasel for that, and so after that Chris and Snake ride off into the sunset in their little jeep talking about wanting to be together and stuff. And I don't know if they were, like, set, like going, like, the romantic route with it, because I didn't get any of those vibes with him and Chris at all. I didn't really like Chris Jenner all that much. She seemed kind of, uh, eh. Uh, Snake did, but he decided, like, we're not going to be together right away. I'm going to go back to the U.S. and can, like, confront the government. I got this, like, he got a disc from the general... With, like, all the evidence that Chris Jenner was supposed to destroy. 
So he wants to, like, confront everybody with it. And Chris like, I understand, you know, we'll, we'll do it together, whatever. And that's the end of the game. Fucking credits roll. And it was beautiful. And I got, um, hang on, let me look. Oh, wrong, wrong thing. Where's my gallery? I took a screenshot of my final, like, stats. Said so my playtime was 3 hours and 44 minutes. Totally not. It was totally high, higher than that. Because I did, like, load it a bunch. And it continues, and, because I... I mean, I didn't fuck up that bad, but I was found 13 times, enemies killed 11, rations used 13. Uh, oh, my code, my code name was Tarantula. The worst, the worst code name. I fucking hate Tarantulas. Like, any other code name would have been fine. I can't remember what my first code name was on the first Metal Gear. It was like, was it like Coyote? Maybe? I remember being something like kind of weird. Um, but that was Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babble. And it was fucking 10 out of 10 perfect. I was actually really impressed with just... Like I, like I said at the beginning of the... I've been almost recording for an hour, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> with how cinematic and story-driven they made this little Game Boy Color game. With like a proper, like... Fucking... A, a, not adult thing, but like... Mature type story. With, um different governments and how the U.S. government's kind of, like, kind of can be shitty and an enemy. And, um, just the whole moral dilemmas of, like like I said, weapon manufacturing and good, decent character development. It, oh, it, it was just so good. It was so fucking good. I wouldn't expect anything less from Kojima. God, I love that man. That man can get it. It's <laughs> but I finished the game. And, um, but yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to, I wrote, I was taking notes the whole time, so I wanted to go over everything, all the cool stuff in it, and just maybe convince more people to play it. I feel like not a lot of people talk about this game anymore. It's like the Forgotten Metal Gear Solid. It's like, that's the title. That's the title of the fucking podcast. And it really deserves more praise. More praise and love. It's, it's, it's special. And uh, we, we never got Metal Gear fucking Ghost Babble 2. That would have been interesting. Well, I don't know what they could have done, actually. I mean, I don't know. But what I was really kind of bummed about was after I finished the game, they, like, unlocked some special stages or something. I still want to go back and finish, like, the VR missions. But the special stages were, like... I was kind of impressed by the the amount of stuff in this game for, like, replayability. Because I think the special stages were all 13 stages of the the full game with three alternative, like, objectives for each mission. So what is that, 30, 36, 39 extra, extra missions, basic, kind, like, kind of to play? Plus all the VR, like, that was, that's insane. I didn't really fuck with, I didn't really try them out or anything yet. I don't know if I will or if I plan on it. I do want to go do the VR missions. But one thing I'm really bummed about was um, I was looking up. Co I was trying to look up the code names because I like seeing. And because like my favorite thing about games like this and games in general is when they give. You know, that stat screen at the end. I fucking love the stat screens and the code names from from Metal Gear Solid. It's great. I want to see. I like seeing all of them and what 
it takes to get what. See if I was closer to any other ones because Tarantula is awful. Uh, there was no like list of code names for this game, like every other game. All it I only it only told me the requirements for Big Boss, which was like finish the game in under two hours and all this other other stuff. I don't know. Um, but I saw like a in the was it Game Facts? I don't know. It's like cheats basically for uh, Metal Gear Ghost Babel. And it was talking about, in the Japanese and European versions, after you finish the game once, you go back, you start a new game, and you go through, um, you start a new game, and on the codec, you have, like, a new person you can call, and it, you, you call it, and it's basically like, um, a, a radio drama <laughs> called Idea Spy 2.5. And each mission in the game is like a new episode. And so you kind of can play through again and get like this secondary little drama story. Like spy thriller drama thing. And I was like, that sounds fucking so cool. I want to do that. I want to maybe make a podcast. And we, like on, on not make a new podcast, but on our podcast, on my podcast here. We go, we go through the game again. Just, just to listen to, I guess I'd be reading them, but... Like, that sounds so cool. I tried it, but I don't have the Japanese or European version. And, um, I guess I could, like, find one of those versions to, to, I have to play the game, the whole game again, which I don't really want to do right now. Maybe in the future, maybe. But I found out a cool little bit, too, was, uh, Hideo Kojima himself, like, decided to release, like, a... I guess kind of like an audiobook type thing, but I think it was on like vinyl of all the episodes of I Dis by 2.5 and him like reading it himself, which is kind of cool. And I was like, that'd be so amazing. I want to buy it. Then I remembered he doesn't speak English, so that would be kind of useless to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been recording over an hour. Jesus. I guess that's it. I guess, yeah, just Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babble for Game Boy Color. Fucking dope. You should play it. If that is, again, I don't know how good this podcast is going to come out. I just, talking about the the entire game, like the whole, the whole plot and everything that happened. So you probably won't even have a need to play it now. Oh, that's a bummer actually to think about. Don't listen to the podcast. Go play it instead. I'm going to end it here. And the last thing I'm going to... Hey. <laughs> don't listen to this podcast after you just recorded it for hours. I know. Um, the last thing I want to do this year on the podcast is the Game of the Year podcast. I might record that tomorrow. Spoiler, er, spoilers, secret, uh, um, snippet, sample. This game made the cut of the top ten. So be prepared for that. Shh, don't tell them that. I told them. I killed my throat with that coughing. It hurts so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Try talking for an hour. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love you. I pretty much coughed for an hour. Did you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I have hot chocolate? You what? Can I have hot chocolate? Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go and... I'm gonna maybe watch The Office. Or... She's asleep. She's asleep. I'm gonna play more Metal Gear. Uh. You finished it! Play it again if I want to. I'll play it right now. Spyro. 
I should actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, can we actually? Yes, I want chips. What do you mean you want chips? I want to eat chips, and that crunching is not going to sound good. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Unless you like ASMR. Like, before before you get your chips, let me just, I want to test a thing. We'll go to the Game Boy Color. Don't bite my nipple! <laughs> it's not the time! Now, if I do this, can they hear the game? I don't know. Let's do a VR training. We do one mission. A sneaky mission. Yes, no weapon. Listen, it has like the the sound effects from VR training. Practice. Oh, these levels are... I can only do level one. Listen to this. Isn't this great? Oh, it takes me back. Oh, it takes me back. Thank God I'd be able to hear it. So here I am, dig digitalizing. I run in. Hide! Hide behind this corner. I wait for the guy to come up. He comes up really slowly. Walks right past- Oh. He doesn't walk past me. Now it's a sneaking, but can I fucking knock a bitch out? I can. Later! Almost reminds me of- I made it! The first- When the first two seconds, like, doo doo. Doo doo. It reminds me of, like, Pink Panther. Pink Panther, you think? Do, I love Pink Panther. Do, 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 Pink Panther be great. Do, 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 That's Pink Panther, right? My grandpa has a tattoo of the Pink Panther. Does he really? I forget where it is, but he's drunk. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want a tattoo. Like, he's got, like, you know, bubbles coming up from his mouth because he's, like, you know, it's just yeah. it's really funny. That's great. So, yeah, I don't know if you could hear hear the vr missions but the it's just it it's it's same like aesthetic as the ps1 vr missions <laughs> and it's great oh i love it i gotta go through and because when i was a kid i remember playing metal gear solid and not being able to get very far at all like i remember getting to the elevator in the first little area and going up being in the snowy the uh, helicopter pad it's not me. I don't think I made it past that as a kid. And then when I was a little older, I remember playing VR missions and fucking loving the whole vibe, the whole aesthetic of the like the wire framey VR virtual reality type shit. It was, it was oh, I love it. I love it. And I did when I had a PS3. Instead of buying Metal Gear Solid, I bought VR missions on like digital on the store. One hundred percent of that bitch. All oh, the murder mystery. If you if if you play it, I mean you know what I'm talking about. The murder mystery mission, where it's like the last one. There's a dead guy in a sealed room. And you got to solve like the case. Oh, it's great. It's great. Okay, I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end the end it finally here. End it, and I'm gonna go get some tea because my throat's fucking dead. I'm put on something to watch. Maybe play some Crash Bandicoot. Maybe Breath of the Wild. I'm gonna poke the babe and tickle her, and she's gonna laugh. <laughs> she was peeking out. Um, yeah, I said, yeah, I gotta go. I go stick around for the game of the year podcast, which, if if my schedule works like it should, this will come out tomorrow. When you're listening to this, the next day will be Skyrim number six. Then after that, will be game of the year. The next day after that, so. Fiery biscuits will be coming. Fiery biscuits coming soon too. Um, uh, but yeah. Outro.
It's um happy created ink. Da da da. Dun dun. Oh, I damn near ended this episode without without saying Ghost Babble made sense at the end, like the the subtitle, because Ghost was like represented the anonymous, the anonymous like person who put the hit out on Black Chamber. That was the whole motivation for Black Art Viper, and the babbling was like all these different kind of groups of people, kind of all talking simultaneously about their different motives for like the same thing, basically. So it kind of made sense at the end. Um, so yeah, like like I said, my final thoughts was just game was really really good. I didn't think in my lifetime I would experience. A Metal Gear Solid game blind again. So this was great. A great surprise. Um, Black Art Viper I still think was really... I ended up like really sympathizing with him. At the end I don't think I mentioned that. Because after, after you beat him and he's just like... I didn't get to avenge my, my fallen brothers. And he just feels really bad about that. Like He was, he was kind of like a... Um, he was the villain. But he was... A likable, relatable villain who is only—he's a villain to, to to Snake. Well, I mean, maybe Snake might not even seen him as a villain at that point, but to to the game, he was like a villain. But you know, in his own story, he's like it's kind of like The Last of Us Two type thing, where it's like you're not all, you're not always the hero in everybody's story. You know, you're a hero in your own story. You could be a villain in someone else's. I really liked it, and I, th I think his fucking name was great. Black Art Viper, are you kidding me? Black Chamber, great name for a mercenary group. Um, I liked all the all the members. I thought all of them were just really... I mean, I guess I guess that's why all the... That was like a staple of, of the Metal Gear games, is like the, in, the distinguishable like characters, like, you know. I don't know, it was really good. You should play it. It was really good. I, I, that, 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 I'll tack this on at the end. Just because I forgot to add that little part. And I don't know how good this... Let me know if this podcast is any good. If you want more podcasts like this of me talking about a game. Like playing a game and then talking about it. Like taking note. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. That's it. Just take it on at the end. 